0: Welcome to Shift, a college admissions, ACT, and SAT podcast for a changing world. I'm Tyler, founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable ACT course that uses memory-based adaptive learning technology to get you better results in less time. You can get a free trial at achievable.me, and if you like it, the code podcast gets you 10% off at checkout. Now, let's get started. Today, we have Sarah Cook from College Bound, and Sarah, if you could tell a little bit about yourself and your company, that'd be great.
1: Sure, Uh, thank you so much for having me Tyler. Uh, So my name is Sarah Cook and I am the founder of College Bound Career Ready. Uh, Experience has given me a passion to make the complicated process of college admissions more organized and approachable for students and for their families. My early professional years were spent in three different states and encompassed 18 years in public education. I taught seemingly everything from English to special ed to college success, but it was really my work as a college and career coordinator that I found my dream job. Uh, I Mm -hmm. learned that families deserve an educated advocate who can support them through the college admissions process. And after several years of research, I founded CBCR, uh, College Bound Career Ready. Uh, Mm -hmm. And the mission was to help uh, students to work through high school with purpose Uh, Over the last seven years, uh, we have grown. We have eight exceptional independent college admissions consultants. We worked with more than 450 families on the East Coast and also abroad. Uh, And the goal is to service students throughout every year of high school um, with consultation plans that are customized with a student in mind.
0: That's great. And so this is a great topic for you then, because um, we're today we're going to go over the whole nuts and bolts of how to apply to college. So you know, take us from the top, kind of what do you think about when you're just getting started on your college application journey?
1: So much goes into the process, and at the heart of our work is always the student. Uh, customizing everything that we do to get to know them, and figuring out what their passions are is incredibly important. And, you know, our our namesake, College Bound Career Ready, is really focused on the career itself and the professional path of the student. So we want to identify where their interests and their talents are in order to isolate schools that are a good fit for them and uh, the importance of selecting colleges that are the right fit is incredibly important and and certainly can't be overlooked. We wanna make sure that we're looking on an academic level, a social level and a financial level for each of our families. Um, Once we've identified the right schools, Then we want students to understand, well, how are admissions officers going to be assessing their applications and what is uh, what is entailed in each of the applications that they will complete? And I remind my students all the time that um, knowledge is the antidote to fear. And so many Mm -hmm. of them are fearful going into the admissions process because it's something they've never experienced before. So helping to educate them on the components of the application what is within their control? And I really want students to feel like they're in the driver's seat so they understand, uh, the admissions process and, and what they have in their ability to change, uh, to mold, um, or to, you know, boost as they're trying to highlight certain facets of their life. Um, so the beginning process, really is is driven by what colleges are, are looking for, and they begin with grades. And we mm-hmm. can't go back and change the mistakes of freshman year or uh, the academic transcript that the student has created. So assessing their grades, assessing uh, the strength of their curriculum, and at mm-hmm. that point, it's really important for them to understand that they're being compared to students not only uh, you know, within their region or nationwide, but also globally. And so colleges have to have a means to compare students uh, to one another. So whether or not they're a GPA of 4.0 or a GPA of 5.0, or they're an IB student, or they're even working with letter grades or percentages, we need to have a, an even playing field to assess them. So Getting students to understand that school report that's coming directly from their school counselors and how their transcript uh, becomes an integral part of that um, is, is kind of the first piece of the puzzle. From mm-hmm. there, uh, we talk about, you know, their admissions essay. We talk about their resume and the activities that they have uh, decided to be a part of and involve themselves with throughout high school. and I encourage all of my students to be interested, not necessarily mm-hmm. interesting. So what is the passion, right? We don't want them run running ragged and being a part of you know 75 different clubs just to you know build up a resume. It should be, you know, what makes you tick? What are you excited about? And what influence do you have within that field? And if there's not a club, can you go out and create it? Can you, you know, incentivize um, other students at your school to be a part of the passions that you share? Or can you showcase leadership? Uh, And that's really, you know, that resume component we want them to build off of. And for them, you know, that resume kind of becomes a roadmap in and of itself for the rest of their application because it's that reflective component of what have you done, what are you doing, and where are you going?
0: Right. Yeah. And so I'd love to unpack a couple of the things that you said in there. I think the the first one that I was intrigued by was talking about, you know, the importance of your guidance counselor and how that will factor into the application process. So can you speak a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, students need to understand they're not meant to do this alone. You know, none of us file our taxes independently. Even if you use TurboTax, you have support, right? So mm-hmm. same thing for them as, as they're going on the admissions process. Uh, they need to understand who are their allies and who are going to help to support them through the process. And, and the school counselors, such an important piece of the puzzle. And Uh, it's so important to get to know them. They are responsible, the school counselor is responsible for writing a letter of recommendation that will accompany every one of their applications. And so having a personalized relationship that that school counselor can uh, assign them more than just a grade or just a class ranking, uh, but to understand who they are and the kinds of questions that they ask. So the school counselor is important on the letter of recommendation level, but also so that uh, there's communication of where the student plans to apply uh, and kind of util- utilizing the metrics and the data of that high school and, and what does that look like? What are their chances of, of getting in? Um, but also to break down that school report that I referenced in understanding you know the demographics of the school and also the course offerings of the school, how many students take it, and is the student seizing their opportunities? And if students are or when students are getting to know their school counselor, they're building a relationship with that ally who can then say, "Hey, you know, we're thinking about piloting this course, and I know you have an interest in this area." Would you be interested in taking it? And it helps them to guide the curriculum for the school as well. So it, it works in many different levels beyond the application.
0: Right. That's really interesting. And so I, I feel like with with this, you're, you're starting out, you're kind of getting the lay of the land. What are the first things you should be thinking about doing? Let's say you're even a, a sophomore or even a freshman, right? Sure. Um, you know, what what are the things that you should be thinking about sort of going forward both in your curriculum and in your sort of resume building and starting to get ahead of that?
1: I that's a great question. I think those first 2 years of high school are incredibly important building blocks. I look at them as a means to not only uh, you know, gain purpose in your work within high school, but also to stay on track with your coursework and also to explore. Check out the different mm-hmm. clubs, you know. Attend, uh, you know, the activities, you know, Extravaganza or Club Rush or whatever your high school calls it, and check out what's available. Talk with the students, see what the outreach is for these clubs. What are what are the hours? If you're a busy student, you know, we want to have balance and you know balance is kind of this anomaly that's really hard for anyone to come across, Uh, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to overwhelm yourself so much to the point that you sacrifice your academics because that is the first and foremost piece of of your application. So explore clubs, uh, be mindful of the different coursework that is offered at your high school, and ask questions in both of those domains. You are in the driver's seat. You are building your own academic transcript. You're also building your own resume, and you want to attempt to substantiate those experiences and the success that you're having within your courses um, by understanding what what is available and what can you be a part of.
0: Right. And I think that's probably a, a good segue to just talk a little bit more about you know what you should be thinking about with with building this resume right like specifically um you know, obviously everybody's got a different thing that they're focused on right uh, so it, you can't just say well you should take ap bio because mm-hmm. that doesn't apply to people that are interested in that but i am curious sort of what you know maybe it's like working backwards like you know what 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 does a good resume have and how can you work your way to that or just you know if you're working forwards talking about okay well here's where I'm at and here's how I want to flush that out before you know the end of junior year. Do you, which do you have sort of a preference of those two approaches and then what do you uh, what do you work when you work with students like what are some tips for that?
1: Sure. Uh, I think in terms of the approach to the resume, it's exploratory initially and then once you find what you are passionate about, what you're excited about, then we want to build leadership. And that should be those second two years of high school is, uh, you know, hopefully at that point you have figured out what makes you tick. Why are you getting out of bed in the morning? You know, what do you want to influence? Um, and then assuming that leadership and trying to impact that realm as well. So think of it as building blocks going through high school. And it's OK if you're trying on several different things freshman year um, or even mm-hmm. into sophomore year, but then capitalizing on them and we want to make sure that you know when the bell rings there is activity there's something purposefully occurring that the student is involved in that is helping them to stand out and we all know that with admissions it's become so competitive and so rigorous and seizing opportunities has become exponentially important. And I think of optional as an opportunity. So if you have something offered to you, or if it doesn't exist, create it. If it is offered to you, seize that moment and, and see where it goes. Uh, because you really want to help yourself to stand out, but also to have the experience to be able to reflect back on and, and kind of create that trajectory of where you're going.
0: Got it. And you, you talk about... Um... You, you've reflected on essentially how the um, let's actually all right, I'll cut that part. So let's let's talk then about when you're starting to, you know, you, you mentioned leadership roles and when you're starting to get into clubs and then kind of gunning for leadership roles. And then you also mentioned impact, which is a word I hear a lot in this space. And so I'd love for you to kind of dive in on both of those things. And tell me more about what each of you know. What you should be looking to do in in each of those categories with your respective clubs.
1: Sure. So leadership ro- roles are important because they showcase growth, and it's great to be a part of something. But when you can assume leadership, that's when potentially you know it's a platform for change, and your voice can be heard. And then even, you know, possibly to, uh, you know, create a legacy at your high school. And even from a young age, you can really, you know, make an impact potentially larger than, than you might anticipate. And so I like leadership because it's showing, again, you know, you're seizing these opportunities to do more than you have to, and mm-hmm. you're, you're leaving your mark. I think that's right. important.
0: And then, and then talk to me about impact, right? Um, I don't even, if you have like some stories from your own time or just, I mean, first let's maybe start with a generic, like what does impact really mean in the eyes of a college admissions officer? And then if you have like a good example, that'd be great.
1: Sure. So I think of impact, you know, potentially with uh, leaving a legacy behind. So you're leaving your mark. It could also be a, a generational component, so you know, some of our students have gone off to create various clubs and and that's something I, I love to see students do because they have ownership. It's a sense of pride, you know, much like owning your own business. It's something to say, you know, I did this, you know I made this and, and then you get to see um, the rewards and and the uh, legacy carry on. So I think of, you know, I have a student who, Recently, uh, created a, a gaming club and something that they were passionate about. But um, the creation of it was actually spawned from experience in DECA, which, you know, I, I would not necessarily think of them being synonymous with one another. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, it was something that he's extraordinarily proud of. And it, we discussed this a lot in our conversations. And then when he decided to move forward, he had, I think, 30 students or more that showed up, and he was just completely gobsmacked that this was even a reality, that that many students might want to do the same thing that he's doing. And so even as a senior, exploring that and knowing that this is going to carry on and that there's underclassmen who are interested in uh, learning more about the process, I think that's wonderful. Uh And then in the generational aspect, a lot of my students will share their passions with elementary school kids or middle school. And, uh, they're seeing, you know, this, um, younger kids, I have two of my own and I know they look up to the big kids in terms of, you know, who they hope to become and kind Mm -hmm. of assessing where their interests are. And so anything that, you know, you're giving back to the, or to the future, right, um, and sharing your passions and i think that those are really where we see the impact occurring so innovation but also you know the generational uh you know passing the torch if that makes sense
0: great so now with sort of a, a sense of what we're roughly gunning for right or kind of at a high level gunning for um let's talk about the how right so when you're, you know, let's again assume kind of there's freshmen and sophomores or their parents listening to this, like, you know, how do you build a plan to attack this resume building process and the application process?
1: Sure. So I think from the beginning, you know, referencing back, we stopped, talked about the school counselors, but I think understanding who your team of supports are and access points for how you can build this resume worth writing about. You want to know um, what are the opportunities that are available to you. And and sometimes if we come to the core of career aspirations, looking locally, seeing what opportunities are available for, especially when you are younger, You can't always get a part time job, but you might be able to do some job shadowing or an internship or a mentorship and surround yourself with the people you think you might want to become. And that kind of experiential learning really lends itself well uh, to understanding, you know, is this the direction or the path that I want to I want to lead for myself and and. I think in the process of that, you're also going to stand out to admissions officers because you're seizing these optional opportunities. And from a young age, you're beginning to explore what's out there. And even if it ends up in a direction of, oh, my goodness, you know, Tyler, this isn't what I want to do and you need to do an about face. You've Mm -hmm. tried it and you've learned from it. And there's going to be a story attached to that. Uh, So I think it's really important just to, you know, Assess your allies, assess your opportunities and the resources that are around you. And you can start right with your school counselors, start with your parents' uh, jobs and, and just mm-hmm. see what's available and begin to investigate. And I think for families, one of the most important things is just to have the conversation. Start asking the questions. Start, you know, seeing what is out there and exploring, you know, if you can take a career interest inventory and assess your talents and your interests, I recommend that you do it and take it several times and see what the output is and, and see, you know, what the, the response is and um, different careers that you can investigate. It, you know, that career component can really be such an integral part of selecting the right school. And as mm-hmm. a result, you are building your resume, you know, in the process.
0: Yeah. And then I, I think also a couple of times in there, you said the word story. And I, I think that's just such a key piece of what you're building as you're kind of in like the pre-application phase. So talk to me a bit about how important stories are to your application and, and how you should be thinking about that as you're going through these clubs and things like that.
1: Stories are an incredible uh, piece of the application for the fact that they give students voice. And there's really only uh, two opportunities on the application for students to have a voice. And that would be the the, uh, primary admissions essay that they're submitting along with their application. And then secondary to that is in the activities portion of the application. And in the activities, there is a, descripti- a description. Excuse me, uh, where they can discuss the activities that they've been a part of, and, and that's the, the component where your story comes in, and. You have an opportunity to utilize your voice to share what you were a part of, whether it's discussing, you know, the, the number of hours that have been dedicated to it or the network that has expanded as a result. Um, you know, what you've learned from it and, and, you know, even the failures that some <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that occur that, um, you know, made you realize that it wasn't something that you wanted to be a part of any longer or how you grew from it. Um, you know, I, I think that the story needs a voice in the application so that admissions mm-hmm. officers have the opportunity to get to know the student and their perspective mm-hmm. beyond the metrics of their GPA or their test scores.
0: Right. And then let's talk about just timelines and, you know, not just like, obviously there's the ACT and SAT timelines and the actual applications themselves, but just kind of like, a, if you could just give like an overall timeline for the whole process from beginning to end. And, you know, when should you kind of start thinking about this? When should you start putting things into action with extracurriculars? And then obviously, you know, the, the actual application timeline.
1: Sure. So I think freshman year, if a student is uh, prepared and mature enough to kind of conceptualize the process, that can be a critical time and and just for students to even understand that their focus throughout the process is going to be impactful um, and that their grades do matter. Uh, a lot of times we meet with students later in high school and they're answering for grades that happened freshman year. So freshman year, mm-hmm. I think the focus, you know, awareness of grades and the impact, but also the awareness of these resume building components that can be beneficial. Sophomore year, it's important to stay on track and to make sure that, you know, they're continuing to build their resume, continuing to be mindful of their grades. Uh, and at that point, it can be really helpful to begin to investigate colleges, potentially attend a fair, maybe do a tour, uh, you know, PSAT really kind of... Um, becomes an important part of the conversation sophomore year and of course into junior year as well. Um and then the college list building, I recommend at the beginning of junior year to at least begin the conversation and exploring. There's 4000 colleges approximately in the United States. There's one student and one school that they will ultimately attend. Right. <laughs> we don't want to be applying to 4,000. That would just be very irresponsible. And you want to have a list that uh, you have the opportunity to carefully curate, to investigate, to research, and, and hopefully to experience. So junior year, you know, in addition to being mindful of, of the resume and the transcript, you also want to be exploring schools. Take the PSAT. Um, in the springtime, Usually the admissions essay is going to be a big part of our focus. So February, mm-hmm. I typically recommend students begin working on it. And meanwhile, they're juggling SAT or ACT test preparation. Um, and, you know, examining what that looks like for them. And it's certainly touring schools. And then the summer before. Application season and and the summers you know throughout high school are also important. Those are such great times to try to build the resume. Whether you're doing summer pre college programs or internships, uh, but do something during your summer to help you to grow. Um, mm-hmm. But back to that timeline, you know, August first. We all know before senior year, that's when everything kind of kicks off and. Can be a little bit of madness the fall of, of senior year, uh, preparing right. the applications for submission. But I think the earlier you begin to work with purpose, the better you're going to be able to handle the application process and and hopefully submitting everything in a timely manner.
0: Great. And then any kind of closing thoughts on this topic as we wrap up about just you know, applying to college and and managing the process.
1: Begin early. I think that that's a a critical piece of this. Ask questions, seize optional opportunities, and certainly identify your allies to help support you through the process.
0: Great. Thank you so much, Sarah. This has been Shift, a college admissions podcast for a changing world, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Sarah Cook from College Bound Career Ready. And you can get a free trial of Achievable's ACT course for free by visiting Achievable.me. And if you like it, be sure to use the code podcast to get 10% off at checkout.